I'm Tom from the Ballpark Bros. Here's Mike. This next presentation on the Four-Eyed Radio Network is brought to you by Revenge Lover. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off on your order. Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. Okay, that was bizarre. How bizarre? How bizarre? Nah, I knew you were going to do that. (laughs) 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 How bizarre? How bizarre? Oh, Lord. (laughs) Have you had any exposure to the ride watches at all? Have you watched Zio at all? Nope, not a lick of it. Okay, because you got to kind of hear how evil they made the the drive ride watch sound. For some reason, it sounds evil. Oh, go ahead. Derive. Derive. <laughs> it sounds like it's evil for some reason. I'm just like, why is it so mean sounding? Derive. Why can't it just be the belt? Drive. Derive. <laughs> Type speed. Yeah, no, it's just derive. <laughs> you want a lozenge? Are you okay, belt? No, I'm fine. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> and that's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> and now on Ranger Command Power Hour. Ay 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 ay! It's the Ranger Command Power Hour. Today on the Power Hour, extra episode forty-three, Rangers News Roundup. It's Beast Morphers time. Record on September twenty-fourth, twenty eighteen. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four Eyed Radio Network. Summer Ranger up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as Trekkie B47. And I'm Zach, also known as Hollywood. This extra episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Thanks to our $5 and above patrons, Juan S., Doug F., Christopher M., Derek G., Tyler W., and Jacob P. for supporting us this month. Hey, Zach. Hey, I'm back. You are back. Uh, I'm front. I'm both here. Um, <laughs> sorry. Hi, how are I you? I don't know why that popped in my head. An Aladdin joke. I'm good, man. I'm good. Unfortunately, I had to work when we had that awesome interview with Chris from Enway, and yeah. uh, I did listen to that episode last night. It was fantastic. I'm so happy that we have uh, partnered with them and everything. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's really awesome. I'm sure you'll be talking with Enway as much as <laughs> any of us as much as forward. possible yeah, yeah for sure yeah but we're really excited about that and it's really cool we're just planning different segments for future episodes coming up there was no segment this week but whenever they drop a new character or have some news for us or we'll also do some interviews uh, with different creative people so yeah i'm very excited about the partnership with enway hopefully we can do some contests and give away some swag and all that cool stuff so really looking forward to it and hope everyone continues to listen and check that stuff out but today it's kind of a chill thing i know i previously said that you know we do extra episodes for the rest of the year doing a Rangers commentary. But also in the past few weeks, we haven't really talked about a lot of the big news coming out just because we've had a couple interviews and things like that. Yeah, it made sense to do a news roundup like this. Oh yeah, for sure. And uh, we also reached out to our listeners and got some additional questions, uh, some related to Power Rangers and some not, which is all fine. Yeah, it wouldn't be our listener base without, you know, some off-topic questions. Absolutely. So one of the things that happened recently that I'm pretty excited for and kind of everyone's buzzing about right now is the Beast Morpher supporting cast announcement. Yep. So we were contacted by Hasbro to help put up an article on our site. There was a little bit of an embargo. And then the cast announcement broke and we got names for the main Rangers. We got new pictures and new names for the supporting cast. And I just want to say it's still in a very attractive group of people this year, but also super diverse. Oh, yeah. It's wonderful to see these different uh, characters with such a diverse cast. And I'm really looking forward to seeing the sort of dynamic of not only the team, but also of the supporting characters as well. Yeah, so we've already met the Ranger actors at 
Power Morphicon, like the whole fandom met them when they were announced. But Rory Travis, he will be playing Devin, the Red Ranger. And that's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like that we've, we've got names now. It's not just, oh yeah, Rory Travis is playing the Red Ranger. Well, what's his name? He needs a name. Yeah. <laughs> so he's been in a few things, just judging by his IMDb. He's had a couple spots in a couple TV shows, uh, did a College Humor original. So very excited for him. I think he's going to be awesome in this. Next up, we have Jacqueline Sislowski, who plays Zoe. The Yellow Ranger. It's a good name. She looks like a Zoe. She does look like a Zoe. Uh, did you know that she's from Chicago? I did not know that, and that is awesome. And now I'm like swelling with hometown pride for <laughs> for Jackie to kick butt in this role. And and yeah, all right, let's go, let's go, Jacqueline Zazowski. Woo! <laughs> yeah, because I actually went to her site. All right. I'm glad we have a Chicago person in the latest season. That's awesome. That is insanely awesome. I got to say right now, if at any point during the show, they just like nickname her Z as a shortened form of Zoe, I'm going to have like SPD flashbacks. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, (laughs) for real. (laughs) But it's cool. Her website says that she's like a trained dancer and she's been studying martial arts. So really looking forward to what she has to bring to the table as the Yellow Ranger. Absolutely. Next, we have Jasmine Badu... Badawalia. Badawalia. That's a mouthful. I'm going to have to get used to that. Jasmine Badawalia. But he's playing Ravi, the Blue Ranger. That is awesome. And is that our first Indian Ranger? Yes. Yes, it is. I know that, shout out to Sentai 5 on Twitter, was so super hyped about finally getting representation and, and... That's why we keep saying, you know, representation matters. Absolutely. It's so important for so many people, not just kids. Of course, the kids are going to see the Indian Ranger, the African-American Red Ranger. They're going to say, he's like me and and I can be a Power Ranger. And that Mm. is awesome. But it's also kind of super important for the older fans to be like, I can also still identify. If that guy can do it, I can do it. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to what uh, he also brings to the table. And just from the core Rangers They are super diverse. And I said this at Paramorphicon. It's amazing how much diversity they packed in just three people. Right? It's awesome. And I can't wait to see how they do together. Because this show, I know we're still quite a ways out from from Beast Morphers. A few months, what, the February, they said? Or, yeah, February? Hopefully. That's not confirmed. Okay. Fingers crossed February, but we don't know But yeah, I'm super excited. I can't wait to see the team in action, and uh, I'm very eager. (laughs) So now we're moving on to the new faces that we haven't seen before. First up is Abraham Rodriguez. He plays a character called Nate. And it looks like he's been in quite a few things, various shorts. He's been on Tosh.0 skit, which is kind of funny. So mainly he's done some shorts, but he looks like a bright, young, fresh face for Power Rangers. And in all of his pictures, he's got like this really wide smile. So what role do you think he's going to be playing? Popular conjecture seems to be that he could be our uh, Gold Ranger equivalent. Oh, that'd be interesting. That would be very interesting to see. But again, it's it, I think it's still a little too early to speculate. Yeah, and when we're done with all the things, we'll we'll go through some of the speculations that we've heard because yeah. I've heard some of them too. Yeah. Um. Next up is Colby Strong. His character name is Blaze, and I know he was one of the ones that people found out before this official announcement. It was like maybe a few days before the official announcement. I think someone found his pictures with some of the other Ranger actors and people put two and two together. A lot of speculation going around that he might be the Gold Ranger, Mm. but again, nothing is confirmed. I just think it's funny his name is Blaze, considering we've got like the Blaze Megazord this year. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was just saying, like, you really cannot underestimate Ranger Nation. Like, the instant that anything, like, oh, Here's a photo of the cast with some person. Okay, who is that person? Do they have a background in acting or dance or martial arts? Could they possibly be on this show? Ranger Nation likes to play Sherlock Holmes when it comes to anything about oh, yeah. the season before it's out. I went to his site, and I'm trying hard not to look into this, but his website, it's like a, a black and white picture of him 
with a quote over the picture, and it says, quote, Colby Strong is the troubled teen underdog masked as the golden boy. And I'm like, golden boy. <laughs> really? That's <laughs> hmm, a little on the nose, methinks. A, a little bit on the nose. But he's actually got a demo reel on his site. And he's actually pretty good. Like, really good. It's good to hear. You know, yeah. it's, it's good to have actors and actresses who can bring the skill to the show. You know, just because it's a show for kids doesn't mean we need to, to right. you know, have people without experience or, or actors who act down to children exactly and he's been on a couple different tv series uh guest spotting a a couple things a lot of shorts he's done theater so it's just really cool that they're getting some seemingly strong acting chops with a few of these folks Mm. next up is cosme flores who will be playing the character ben and when i first saw his picture i'm like is this kid like 15 years old? Because I don't know. <laughs> He's super young looking. I, I mean, I can't even think of the last time we've had a, a child character on Power Rangers. Right. As a long-term character. And remember, Chip did say at Palmorphicon this year that there may be a, a child actor this year. Yeah. So Cosme definitely looks uh, younger. I've also been on his website He's also done some theater work and the pictures from it, uh, it looks like he has facial hair, but I don't know if that's like makeup facial hair for Mm. theater. So I'm kind of like, Hmm, what's going on here? Yeah. I'm going to do some investigative journalism here and let's see, is there a birth date listed? There is not. Okay. That doesn't help me at all. <laughs> um, well, see, here's the thing. So Cosme, again, uh, we, we assume young. Right. Because as a fellow fluffy individual, I know that when I shave my facial hair completely off, yeah, I, I could play young. I could play 17, despite the fact that I'm 32. Oh, yeah. If, if I shave, it's all over. I look, I look way younger. But it's so cool because all of the actors have been hanging out on Instagram And they've been posting stuff like through all of their different stories and they've been taking group pictures and it's really exciting that they all seem to be getting along so short into this. Mm -hmm. That's great to hear. But yeah, Cosme definitely looks super young. (laughs) He does. But now that I'm actually like looking through the stills that you mentioned, I think that's actual real facial hair. So he's definitely older than he looks, I think. Yeah. Okay. It's, again, it still could be a case of, oh, well, he's he's actually, you know, 20-something, but he's playing 13, right. 14, 15, whatever. But, yeah, very excited for him. I'm glad to see more representation on the plus-size <laughs> individuals. Yeah. I just really hope he's not, like, super comedic relief, because do we really need a fat guy as comedic relief on Power Rangers again? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, bulk I mean- kind of takes up that role for i thought you were gonna say he takes the cake and i was gonna be like that's a good pun but you went the i, other I way. messed it up i uh, you, you you had one chance and you blew it eric thankfully there's editing so <laughs> you know bulk really takes the cake in terms of uh i hate you so much I hate <laughs> you so much right now i want you to know this but anyway uh, yeah no, i mean there is still the chance he could play a comedic character hopefully one that doesn't rely on the stereotypical Fat guy fall down, go boom. Or fart. Can we not do fart humor this year, please, for the love of God? So recently, uh, we'll get to her in a second. Liana Ramirez, who's on the cast, tweeted out asking Ranger Nation what they want from the new season. Right. And, like in, I wanted to type in all caps, but I was like, that's probably too strong. Uh, <laughs> I replied, no more toilet humor. Yeah. Because I am so sick. Of the fart jokes. I can't anymore with this franchise and fart jokes. It's just too much. It is too much. And I really hope that that's not the case anymore. Because we'll get into it after the cast. Um, Next up is Christina Ho. And she plays a character named Betty. She's been on a show, just like a super minor spot, on this show that I really like called The Last Ship. She's done some shorts here and there, different TV series. I also checked out her management 
acting mm-hmm. site. She also has some really good real material, some dramatic stuff, some comedic stuff. So definitely seems like she has the chops to really do something interesting. And I was actually looking at all of the cast with Teresa. And when we looked at Christina Ho's like IMDb pictures, do you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Uh, I used to. Okay, but you know Ming-Na Wen, right? Yeah, yeah, I know Ming-Na Wen. So please look at her IMDb on Christina Ho and tell me that she does not look in some of these shots like a super young Ming-Na Wen. Googling it right now, and yes, absolutely. Could be her clone. Could definitely play her daughter. Like, there's a shot here where she's wearing a black leather jacket, and I'm just like, that is just, they cloned Ming-Na Wen. Exactly. It was just hilarious. Yeah, I was like looking at this. I'm like, oh my God, that just, it, it looks like her. It's crazy. It is a very, very, very close <laughs> resemblance. But she looks like she's going to be a great part of the cast as well. And then finally, we have uh, Liana Ramirez, who's playing a character named Roxy. And the headshot that they gave us for the press release, she definitely has like this badass kind of look to her eyes mm-hmm. and i thought when i first saw this headshot i was like wow i'm, I'm kind of getting like a tanaya seven sense mm-hmm. it's it's very possible that she could be our escape escape translation yeah liana ramirez she looks really good i was also checking out her instagram and if she is playing like a, a bad character mm-hmm. that's going to be a real stretch for her because her like announcement instagram stories mm-hmm. were the cutest most bubbly super <laughs> excited that i've ever seen i'm like wow well she's playing a villain and we don't know we have no idea who's going to be what but if she is playing a villain she's going to have to work pretty hard to <laughs> to convince anyone that she could be mean Yeah. And all of them, but her especially, she seems really to be embracing Ranger Nation. She did a couple tweets and she's been very interactive with the fans already. And that's, that's great to see. Yeah. I'm always excited whenever a cast, be they new, be they experienced. I love when they interact with the fandom and they want the fandom's input and opinions. It means they care. They, they care about the product they care about the franchise and they want to make sure that they're making something that we enjoy as fans yeah and with abraham rodriguez cosme flores liana ramirez we have three hispanic actors Mm -hmm. just on this cast and just what a great well-rounded diverse cast that we have this year i think this is the most diverse we've had in a while absolutely let me think i can't i'm trying to like rack my brain of the last time we've had a cast this diverse well plus we have three rangers and we don't know if two of these other ones are gonna make up the other two rangers but just to have supporting cast outnumber the rangers to this much of a ratio is something that we haven't seen in a while either yeah for sure it's gonna be interesting I wonder if we will see some of these side characters end up becoming, oh, okay, that's the Gold Ranger, that's the villain, that's the so-and-so. Or if, ah, this is just the general announcement and these people are going to play characters that aren't going to be the Gold Ranger or aren't going to be a villain, uh, and those people will get announced closer to their debut or something. Either way, that just means we have an even bigger cast than, than we might have thought if there's future announcements. Exactly. So that's pretty cool. What's also interesting, and here's one of the theories that I've seen. Mm. So there are three B names for these characters. You know, we've got Blaze, Ben, Betty. Mm. Well, I heard, and this is totally rumor, speculation, whatever, but one of the like speculation things going out there is that Ben and Betty might be the comedic characters or the comedic duo. Mm -hmm. And when I heard that, I instantly thought... Because in GoBusters, they have the two characters that are in the bay kind of doing the announcements and stuff. Right, right. The two. Yeah. I gotta yeah. go back and rewatch GoBusters. I really do. Yeah, but the people giving support to the Rangers. Yeah, yeah. The guy at the computer. Hey, we gotta track down this guy. Where did he go? Exactly. Yeah. And so, how cool would it be if Betty and Ben are those characters? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. And another thing that I heard was. 
someone was saying, oh, well, Jem, Gemma, Ben, Betty, like kind of that kind of duo, because mm. the names sound similar. I don't know how much I put into that. It's hard because there's so many possibilities that people are just trying to figure out as many theories as they can. But it's a little too far out. We don't really know much other than names right, right now. Because I've heard everything from people saying, oh, Blaze is going to be our Enter character. Nate could be our Enter character. People are just, they're just throwing things to the wall to see what sticks. And unfortunately, right. we won't know what sticks until the show actually premieres. Now... What I was thinking about uh, Christina Ho's character, Betty, there's been a few times in Power Rangers where they've taken a Sentai with a human-based villain Mm -hmm. and dressed them up in the same costume so that from far away shots, they can still use the Sentai footage. Right. And I'm not saying just because she's Asian. I mean, that could be Leanna Ramirez if they give her the right haircut, you know. But maybe that's something that they could do where from mid to long shots, they could still use footage from Escape, from Go Busters, like, you know, for some of the fighting scenes or whatever. Use the same or similar costume, and that way they're kind of saving on the footage as well. It's a possibility. It certainly wouldn't be the first time something like that has happened, like you said. Right. It would be interesting to see if that's the way they choose to do it. Because Goatbusters was pretty unique in that the main villain of the show is just some CG whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're not even going to use that from Goatbusters. They're going to use this Evox snake-like character, which kind of makes sense because, spoiler alert for if you haven't seen Goatbusters, but <laughs> what happens is uh, Enter becomes this Red Ranger-type clone, mm-hmm. and it has a snake theme yeah. as the helmet. So that'd be really cool if, you know, they're using that foresight and, and pre-planning to really plan out how they're going to use the footage. And I really hope that's the case to deliver a strong storyline. And that's why I don't want like super comedic, like farting characters or anything like that. I, I want them to kind of play this seriously. And just by looking at the cast and seeing some of their demo reels, We've got some really talented people here, and it would be a shame if they went to waste, you know? Absolutely. Any more thoughts or theories that you've seen or maybe are prescribing to? Just, I really hope that we do get a story that is a little bit more mature. And I don't mean like it has to be super dark and gritty or anything. No, we can still have the humor. Just make it smart humor. Yeah, exactly. Don't make it Victor and Monty fart jokes all the time. Uh, And and I feel so bad because those actors have been getting so much flack on social media. It's not their fault. They were hired to play these characters. If we want to blame people for the shoddy characterization, we need to blame the writers. Right. Uh, but then again, you know, the writers are probably also working under, okay, so-and-so said we have to make it this way. Well, whoever that so-and-so is, be it director, be it Haim Saban, be it Chip, right. be it whoever, we have to just kind of let everyone involved with the show know that we don't like this over-the-top childish toilet humor. And I'm pretty sure none of the kids do either. I don't know. Sometimes I get <laughs> conflicting uh, things. Like one of my friends who has uh, two kids is like, hey, they love Ninja Steel. We made some Ninja Stars. Yeah, I, I did see that. And that's awesome. Yeah. So maybe fart joke are still good for kids. And that's fine. If this is the audience that they're leaning towards, that's fine. But the great thing about Hasbro and Saban brands right now is that And from everything I've heard, from everything that I've had conversations with people, and just from Hasbro's own track record, they have a multi-tier strategy for people of all ages. And if the TV show wants to still continue that five to nine-year-old age range, whereas the older fans get a different product, then I'm fine by it. But to me... It would be a shame to have this serious, amazing-looking Go Busters footage be kind of chopped up, and you still have the toilet humor that we've had for the past two to three years. Yeah. But all I know is I'm really positive about this casting announcement. 
they all seem like amazingly funny, wonderful people just based on the few days that we've seen them on social media and posting videos and uh, having a blast. So I know we definitely want to wish all of them good luck filming this new season for the next eight to nine months. Yeah. It seems like they're scheduled until June of next year, at least apparently as reported by the power scoop mirror over there. She said that studio West, which is where they film Rangers that's actually booked for Power Rangers until next June. And yeah. she said that's kind of the longest they've ever done it because they always kind of wrap up in May. So that's exciting if they're going to be taking extra time to film some stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see what the future holds with Beast Morphers. Absolutely. I know that the, the fandom is also very intensely excited to see what we get with Beast Morphers, because I think everybody's just kind of grown stale on Ninja Steel's fart jokes. <laughs> yeah. And people are also waiting for what they want to know what Hasbro can bring to the table. Exactly. That's the biggest thing, I think, is the fact that now that Hasbro is the controlling entity behind Power Rangers, we want to see what they have in store. We want to see the changes they're going to make. We want to be excited for... Because that's the other thing I think that we we really... And it doesn't really have much to do with the show, but aside from the Lightning Collection teaser that we got at Power Mm -hmm. Morphicon... We don't have any idea what Hasbro has planned for the toy line to tie in with the show. Right. Are they going to stick with the five inch figures that have been a staple for 25 years? Are they just going to stick to the lightning collection for figures? We don't know. Yeah. Will they do full on one to one scale light sounds morphers? Will they do cheaply made miniature versions like uh, Saban had been doing with uh, Bandai? I hope not. And I don't think they will. I would like to think that they're going to have a much better quality to them because it's Hasbro and Hasbro. I've always liked collecting Hasbro's Transformers figures, and I can't wait to see how they could implement that tech into a Megazord especially one like the mech that GoBusters had. And the fact that Hasbro also owns the Nerf brand. So we could see their side blasters being turned into Nerf guns, Mm -hmm. which would be awesome because then at least we'd have like a one-to-one scale weapon that shoots darts. But who knows? You can modify it, paint it up to look like the show. Why not? Yeah. But that's the thing. We have no idea what Hasbro is going to do with Power Rangers I assume we're going to get a much better look at Toy Fair coming up. Definitely stay tuned for that. I'm going to be glued to my seat for the Toy Fair coverage. Oh, yeah. But right now, the supporting cast, I'm digging it. Absolutely. All right, moving on. Power Rangers The Ultimate Visual History is finally releasing on November 6th. We report about this on National Power Rangers Day, August 28th, and it's only less than a month and a half away. I'm so excited for this. Uh, They had a mock-up of the cover at Power Morphicon at the Hasbro booth. And I walked up and I said, oh my gosh. And I tried to open it and hopefully see that it was actually a full edition. Inside it was completely blank and my heart broke in two pieces. (laughs) But the cover looks great. So there's that at least. But yeah, very excited for the Ultimate Visual History. Can't wait to pick up a copy for myself. Yes. And... Actually, as we're recording this, I know that we will be getting a press copy. I don't know if I will receive that copy before this episode actually airs, but once we do get that review copy, we will post a full review about this book. And recently, this is, I mean, this is from Inside Editions, and yesterday I picked up Inside Editions' complete history of Assassin's Creed, and they've got all these amazing pictures, tons of interviews and stories, so I'm going to be digging into that. But it seems like when they put out books like this, they really do their homework. They get a a lot of amazing concept art, behind-the-scenes pictures, All of this stuff that fans have really been wanting for a long time for Power Rangers. I have Inside Edition's Ghostbusters Ultimate Visual History. And the detail in there, not only for the films, the cartoons, the toys, it had miniature cells from the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Oh, wow. It had a replica of Peter Venkman's business card from Ghostbusters 2. They 
include such cool little details and little collectible things. Mm-hmm. There's blueprints in there for the proton packs and the ectomobile. Oh, wow. Like, I adore that book. And so uh, the fact that Inside Editions is, is helping with this Power Rangers Ultimate Visual History, I'm super excited for it. I have very high hopes. And yeah. That's why I know I'm going to have to pick up a copy of this book, because if it's anywhere near the quality as their Ghostbusters one is, then I am going to be a very happy camper. As part of the press release that we released on rangercommand.com, which also includes some previews of the pages inside the book, they do say that there'll be special inserts, charts, art replications, and badges that add extra interest and collectability to the tribute and legacy of Power Rangers. And honestly, that's what I expect from Inside Edition, because it's exactly what they did with uh, mm-hmm. They're Ghostbusters one, and and I, like I said, that book is probably one of my favorite coffee table books. I love that thing, and then I am so excited to see what they bring to the table. Uh, uh, bad pun, bad pun. <laughs> but I was so excited to see what they do with Power Rangers, and yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. So we'll have a link to our coverage for that visual history. Again, it's coming out November 6th. It retails for $50, but right now on Amazon, you can get it for less than 35 So definitely get on that and pre-order your copy today. That's what I'll be doing when I get paid. And then we've got Power Rangers Heroes of the Grid. Yes. They have been fully funded. Oh, I'm so excited and so happy for them. And by fully funded, they met every single stretch goal, including the ones that went after the $500,000 mark. So on Kickstarter, they raised $705,087 with 3,794 backers, which is 700% above their original goal of 100000 It's amazing. I was unsure of my ability to back it. And luckily, the last week of the campaign, I managed to go all in. So I, I went in the Morphin Master $240 level. And I cannot wait. I am so hyped for this game. I know we're still six months out. It's not going to come out until uh, July, actually more than six months. But uh, still, like, I can't wait to get it. I can't wait to play it with my friends. I can't wait to play it with you guys. Oh, my God. It's going to be awesome. We are going to have to figure out a way to do a playthrough for the show. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely figure that out. But again, we want to thank Danny Lowe for coming on a few episodes ago to talk about Heroes of the Grid. I'm so glad that we got through it all, all the stretch goals, and they even announced, uh, they showed off the eye guy sculpt about a week ago. When they announced the eye guy sculpt, I was like, oh yeah, I'm so glad I pledged now. That's my favorite season one monster. Oh yeah. Now, if you have missed the Kickstarter, they are still taking pre-orders on crowdox.com. There is a link to their post Kickstarter page you can go to renegadegamestudios.com you can still get the morphin master level at 240 you can still buy that since they've ended the campaign they've added almost a hundred more backers and have brought the total up to seven hundred and fourteen thousand dollars that's so awesome i know that we as ranger nation have done a huge part to build this game up to this level but i also know that there has to be a large chunk of people who are casual power rangers fans right but who love board games who are backing this and the fact that we have this good crossover between the diehard power rangers fans and the people who really love board games like that is so exciting and i like i said can't wait to see the product in hand and i can't wait to play it and i can't wait to lavish praise upon renegade for their amazing work And this is the first time, personally, that I'm buying a game like this with miniatures that are not painted. And I used to paint models all the time when I was a kid, build models, paint models. So I have no problems like diving in and basically doing this as an art project (laughs) to paint all these figures up. To me, that's going to be half the fun of doing this, is adding my own touch and my own skills to paint these figures. And after all is said and done, if you go into the all-in level, you're getting over 140 figures for this set. It's nuts. I can't believe the value you get with this. 
It's incredible. Like, if I didn't go all in, I would have felt really stupid. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, because you go all in and you get all those figures. All the expansion packs, everything. Honestly, that's what pushed me over the edge. Because originally I thought, okay, well, I'll I'll just get the GoGo Power Rangers level. That'll be enough, I think. And then I realized, well, if I just, for $90 more, I go in on the all-in Morphin Master level and I get... The Shattered Grid expansion with all the uh, Hyperforce Rangers. I got to go for that level because the Hyperforce Rangers are awesome. Being able to fight against Draken, that's going to be awesome. And getting those cool translucent colored dice for your Rangers. I actually ordered, because they did the survey, so I paid off my shipping for it. But Mm -hmm. I added another set of die. Honestly, I probably will too. I will probably do exactly the same thing. I'll ship it. And I'll get an extra set of those awesome uh, translucent colored dice. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. So congrats to Renegade Game Studios. We cannot wait for this to come out. I think it's going to be awesome. So just stay tuned to their feed, their Kickstarter, their post-campaign announcements. I know if you have backed the game, there will be opportunities in the future to vote on upcoming expansions, what we would like to see in the game. So very excited for that as well. And in a year's time, we'll probably be all playing this game and streaming it on our channel and just having a blast with it. It's so awesome. And yeah, whenever they send out those surveys for future uh, teams, top of my list, SPD. Oh yeah, that's not a question. (laughs) Yeah. So we're going to move on to our questions from Ranger Nation segment. And first off, Zachary Shiloh at ZachShy130, he had quite a number of questions, so we'll take it one at a time. First, he asked, will you be scared for Beast Morphers if we get the same TV writers that we've had? Scared isn't necessarily the word I would use. Disappointed, maybe. Right. Again, there's always the chance that we could get the same writers. However, we could have different studio mandates where it's like okay we did too much fart humor last time let's let's ease up on that you guys just write something else and then that could be fine it depends on the direction that they want to take the show the writers just basically come together to write what they can within the confines of of the overall theme of the show yeah i don't want to say scared but i want to say apprehensive i'm definitely cautious about the next season you know we've had our hopes high before and have been struck down before i think the current track record of the writers isn't that great but again we don't know all the circumstances especially from hearing chip at paramorphicon which they have all the panels up and i watched the casting panel which he was a part of he gave some juicy tidbits or whatever and and also the beast morphers uh, panel so it sounds like you know there's definitely a mandate or something from above whether that came from Haim Saban or not but there was a shift to go for that much younger age demographic and like I said before Hasbro is known with their different properties even Transformers where they have like a super kitty line and then they have the young kid to tween audience and then the adult audience they want to hit every stage of life for a property because they want the audience to grow up with the show and hopefully you become a lifelong fan and keep spending money that whole time mm-hmm. so again if beast morphers is more on that like younger demographic then to me, that just means Hasbro has plans for the older demographic, and I'm fine with that. Although, like I said, I still watch the TV show. I'm a bit behind on Super Ninja Steel, but I know that one day I'll eventually watch all of them because I am a hardcore Power Rangers fan. Like, that's what I do. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there are seasons, to me, that either haven't aged well or are definitely for a younger audience, and that's fine. If you like Ninja Steel right now, by all means, that's awesome. I'm glad that you find some enjoyment in it. And we all have different tastes. I just hope with Beast Morphers, some of that Go Busters type of maturity, and it's not even maturity, because, I mean, one of the Red Ranger's weaknesses is if he saw a chicken, he froze. Like, they still have super comedic moments, but to me... 
the footage was so unique with what they did with the megazords, with the fight scenes, with the suits and the props. It was just such a change in the Sentai from what we were used to. And it has such a unique look to it. And the fact that Hasbro took the time and they are rebuilding the monster suits. They are completely redid the ranger suits. To me, that shows that they're already putting the care into it. So if we have the same writers, it's not necessarily that I'm scared or worried or anything like that. To me, that's a chance for the writers to show us something different if they're given the opportunity to do something different. If the mandate from above is, hey, drop the fart humor, let's kick up the age bracket a little bit, then that will prove if they can write something different or they can't. And we'll see where the weaknesses are when it comes to that. So I think definitely Beast Morphers is that transitional season that we're all kind of hoping for. Yeah, absolutely. Next, Zachary asked, what are your hopes going into New York Comic Con for Power Rangers? I hope we get some more Power Ranger Boom Studio comic announcements. They really killed it at Power Morphicon with uh, the Dark Ranger announcement, the Solar Ranger announcement, the color swap announcement for Go Go Power Rangers, uh, the romance between Trini and Jason. There is a lot that happened at Power Morphicon. So I'm really excited about New York Comic Con. I'm hoping for even more announcements from boom studios for sure yeah i'm really looking forward to seeing what's coming down the pipeline i know we have beyond the grid coming up issue 31 comes out this past wednesday if you're listening to us on saturday so beyond the grid is out i'll probably have read it by the time you guys listen to this and hopefully i liked it because yeah when they announced it when that first teaser of the team popped up online like i that is my phone lock screen that's how much i was like oh this is awesome So yeah, I really hope that we get some more announcements for the series and see where they're going to go with Beyond the Grid. Yeah, I look forward to the big conventions because that seems to be when we get the most news. Uh, My wallet is not looking forward to any exclusives that they may (laughs) reveal. I'm curious to see if Hasbro will be delivering any special announcements at New York Comic Con. They really brought their game for a short amount of time that they had to prepare for Power Morphicon. Considering, what, is it a month? Is it less than a month? When is New York Comic Con? Uh, that is a very good question. I will look I think it's up. mid-October. Let me check. Oh, God. Why does their mobile site have a video loading to get to the... That's terrible. It's in nine days. Oh, my God. October 4th through 7th. If you're listening to this, it's literally a few days away. Hopefully, we all have some amazing announcements to talk about for our next episode. That'll be really cool. And you'll hear our thoughts on whatever news happens. But I'm hoping for a lot for New York Comic Con for Power Rangers. I think this will be a good announcement right before Toy Fair in a few months. And then Zachary asked, how ready are you to read Beyond the Grid? And I am so ready. That is where I'm going to Wednesday. So... This Wednesday, I'll be at my comic shop as soon as I'm able to get out of work for lunch. I will be reading Beyond the Grid. I'm very excited for it. The artwork looks amazing with the new artist, and we'll see about the new writing. I'm very interested to see how this new team will come together, because they are... Some of the Rangers haven't interacted with each other before, so I'm very interested to see what kind of dynamics are going to be created with the characters. Yeah, it's going to be a really unique story, and I can't wait to see how those characters interact, how they get into this mess, how they get out of this mess. It's all very exciting. Yeah. Moving on, at Sentai 5 asks, uh, what's your hypothetical Power Rangers anniversary team-up, Rangers story, etc.? Oh, wow. Gosh, this is a good one. I I like the idea of, we've had so many Ranger teams. Yeah. For the past 25 years, we, we couldn't possibly expect to have every team, but a representative from every team would be pretty cool. I would like to see something like Dimensions in Danger, but on a larger scale, yeah. if that's possible. And we'll talk about Dimensions in Danger in a future episode. 
all of our complete thoughts. I know once an official version comes out, hopefully the extended edition will do an episode commentary on that. But I would love to see uh, some teams that haven't been represented in a while. I'd love to see the return of SPD somehow. I'd love to see Mystic Force uh, more representation for the Disney seasons. I was so excited to see Gemma come back from RPM. That was so unexpected and, and awesome. Personally, I wouldn't mind a Forever Red 2. That'd be good. Yeah. Just do a Forever Red 2, get a Red Ranger from every season. Yeah, why not? Because the first Forever Red was so iconic. It was great to see Rangers interact and some of those relationships from past team-ups and little hints here and there that people got together. And Dimensions in Danger had a little bit of that. Like, TJ knew who Lord Draven was and he's like, Oh no, not Lord Draven. And, and so there's, there's all these like stories that seem to be untold and I just want them to tell it. I would love if we got some backstory on where some Rangers are, what they're doing. I'd love to see some kind of maybe a, a movie type special, like what they did with clash of the red Rangers, where it's a longer format episode. And who knows the, 30th anniversary is now five years away. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with Hasbro within those five years to see what kind of anniversary special will look like. Is there even going to be a TV show in five years? We don't know. My thing is, look how f how much has changed just in the past year. We mm -hmm. went from... Oh my God, Ninja Steel is complete crap. Is this what the franchise is always going to be? To, oh my God, Hasbro, now the possibilities are endless. So for me, yeah, we can speculate all we want, but I have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> I don't even yeah. know what's going to happen next week. Yeah, really, that's the thing. This franchise, it changes on dime. Like, there's so much that goes on that we don't know about as fans, so it's hard to speculate that we will know for certain. There's just no way of knowing. So it's going to be interesting to see for sure. And yeah, like you said, I think that if we could do something like a Forever Red where we have representation and a little bit of backstory for these characters for that, that'd be awesome. Yeah, if I could do anything for a team-up, I'd love to see more of like a quest type story instead of like, oh my god, I'm the ultimate villain, defeat me because I'm going to destroy the universe. W what if we got some kind of like the search for Zordon or, or something like that? Like Zordon was scattered, but now we have hints that we may be able to bring him back. Something like that, or something epic where maybe it's something on more of a, a natural type scale where they have to save the world or the universe from like a naturally occurring event or, I don't know, kind of Star Trek it up, something philosophical or takes us to the next step. I would love to see a Shattered Grid become like a real thing oh, on TV. I love that or beyond the grid, or just something where we dive a little bit more deeper into the lore. And when this franchise does hit 30 years, and I say when, not if, because that's how confident I am in what Hasbro is going to bring to the table. So when we get to 30 years, wow, wouldn't that be something if we had some kind of special event that wasn't just a single episode and was something that really kicked off 30 years of Power Rangers. That would be really incredible. Yeah, the 25th anniversary, it's been a little weird and rocky road because we've gone from Bandai to Hasbro to Saban Brands to Hasbro, and Hasbro's just starting with this at the tail end of the 25th anniversary. So, yeah, it's been a weird year, but... In five years, when Hasbro has, you know, had this franchise under their belt for a while, I think we're going to see some really cool stuff. Who knows what the future holds, right? Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of the future, uh, Steven Martinez at Steve Martinez 90 said, do you think in the year 2025, instead of a new Ranger season, they will just air SPD again? <laughs> <laughs> They'd have to redub the, like, because in the opening, it's like, 
in the not too distant future. They, they'd have to read that, but you'd be like, now. happening right now. <laughs> what I would love to see, and it's something that Greg said at the SPD panel, I want an SPD reunion. That would be amazing. There has been so much new Sentai footage with the Decoranger 10 years later movie, with the Space Sheriff stuff. They introduced the concept of Space Sheriffs in Ninja Steel recently. There is a lot that they could do with that. And it seems like all the actors are willing. Yeah, Matt Austin will probably have to go the JDF route and cover up his tattoos with makeup. But the fact that, oh my God, there's still so much footage that they have with Decoranger that's in HD quality, it's movie quality that they could use for this would be really cool if they could do something like that. Give Greg Aronowitz control. Let, let's do like a limited SPD series. That would be incredible. I would absolutely be behind that 110%. I love the cast. I love Greg, the whole team. They do amazing work. If we could get a reunion, a short series, something, a reunion movie even, I would lose my marbles because that is my absolute favorite thing in the world is SPD. And all of the casts have gone on uh, to do great things, uh, whether acting or professionally or producing or directing. So just the fact that all of them are doing good jobs wise, it would just be really cool just to see them all come back. And I mean, they said it at Power Morphicon, they're willing to do that. They love this show so much. They love their season so much that they want to come back and they want to do it with Greg. I mean, make it happen. It's it's all right there for Hasbro to, to do something with. And yeah. that's really cool. What I would like to see them do in the show to ramp up to 2025, maybe in universe, start having more aliens just become a normal thing on Earth. Build up that internal lore that SPD did. And that's one of the things I'm looking forward to in Soul of the Dragon, which is Kyle Higgins' upcoming book, because they did that concept. They're like, hey, aliens are now part of an everyday life on Earth. They're here. Yeah. I would love to see the show do subtle hints of that. Like, hey, we got our first alien immigrants coming to Earth, or aliens discovered living on Earth for the past 10 years, or something like that, because we know Piggy was around during Mystic Force. There's things that the universe has already established. The equations are already out there. The world knows about alien rangers. So let's let's do something with that, you know? It would be a really great way to bring in SPD into canon. Is just, like you said, casually drop. Like, oh yeah, we have received a distress call from Aquatar and they need to come land on Earth. You know, something just <laughs> oh my bring God. aliens into the fold. My God, that sounds totally like, do you remember a show called Alien Nation? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. That's, a, that's what we need. We need Alien Nation Power Rangers. There we go. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our good friend Chris at Toku Chris asked, what did you think of the new Bumblebee trailer? I liked it. I loved seeing the G1 designs of Optimus and B and Soundwave oh. and... I just, I saw that at my jaw hit the floor and I said, well, they're going to make me go see another Transformers movie. I'm excited for this because it circles back to the first movie and I love the first movie. Now we'll know why Bumblebee was already on earth. Get the full story of that. The trailer was very exciting for me. I geeked out too when Soundwave busted out one of the cassettes. I love that we're going to Cybertron. I love it. It looks cool. Yeah. I heard Peter Cullen as Optimus, and I I geeked out. Totally. Yeah, I'm so excited to see that one for sure. And support Hasbro. Dang. <laughs> so finally, we have Kyle at Deadpool underscore Ranger. Uh, he asked, what is your all-time favorite movie that if you see it on, you have to watch it right then and there? For me, it's Tommy Boy. Everybody knows by now mine's Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is my yeah. first fandom my love i will always happily watch ghostbusters like i have it let me let me put it this way i have ghostbusters one the original 1984 version i have ghostbusters two and i have the 2016 ghostbusters 
all downloaded to my phone so that anytime I have to fly <laughs> anywhere, I can just watch Ghostbusters on my flight and be happy. That's awesome. I have a couple movies that if I see them on, like if I'm flipping TV and I happen to land on it, mm-hmm. I'll always watch it. One of them, Star Trek First Contact. It's That's just such a good one. Such a great movie. Probably my favorite TNG movie. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mine, too. I have that thing completely memorized. It's great. The other, and I know it's it's oddly specific to one day, but even if it's not shown on that day, I'll still watch it. Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. You know, it's not Groundhog Day for me unless I find the 24-hour marathon. Usually it's on like AMC or TNT yep. or Stars or somewhere. But usually one cable channel will run Groundhog Day on a 24-hour loop, and that is my favorite thing in the world. I love it. It's a Bill Murray classic. It's such a great movie. I really love it. There's so many great lines in the movie. It's so quotable. It's just too early for flapjacks. (laughs) What other other movies? Uh, I always watch it when when they're marathoning it, A Christmas Story. Yeah, I watched that one too. Back to the Future. Any of the Back to the Future? Oh, Futures. yeah. Anytime they're on, I'll, I'll stop. I'll leave it on for yeah. sure. Just some good classic, classic movies. I'll do the same thing. Like if the first Jurassic Park is on, I'll just leave it on. Why not? Speaking of all these great movies, these movies that we love, a little bit of off topic, but not really. Over here in Aurora, there's the Paramount Theater in downtown, and it's a lovely old theater. They do live events, but every summer and every winter, they do classic movie Mondays. You go, you pay a buck, and you get to sit in this huge, opulent theater and watch stuff like Jurassic Park, Home Alone, classic movies, depending on the season that they do it in. And even though, like, me and my friends have seen, you know, we've seen Home Alone a dozen times, but for some reason, we'll sit there in the theater and we'll just laugh our butts off. (laughs) Just like it's like we're seeing it for the first time. And there's something magical, I think, about seeing those movies on the big screen. Oh, yeah. And this week, I'm going to see two movies in the theater. I'm going to see an anime movie, uh, My Hero Academia, Two Heroes in theater. And then the next night, I'm going to see the original Transformers animated movie in theaters on Thursday. And it's something to geek out about. It's something to nerd out about. And especially with Transformers, just to get me in the mood for the upcoming Bumblebee movie to make me feel that nostalgia I felt when I was a young kid. That's magical. That's awesome. Ooh, hey, all right. Uh, October 1st, they're going to be playing Death Becomes Her at the Paramount Theater. I know what I'm doing that night. Oh my god, that that's a great movie too. That is such like it's so weird to think of like as a movie from my childhood I watched Death Becomes Her. But yeah, no, it's a classic. I look forward to see, seeing that. <laughs> oh, and then Hocus Pocus on the eighth. Oh my god. Really? Uh, like yeah. uh, what a classic. Yeah, uh, it looks like October is a good month for the classic movies on Monday. So cool. Yeah, so Zach, anything else you want to talk about? Power Rangers wise. Um, just there's so much great things happening with Hasbro. I really can't wait to see what we get in terms of merchandise, in terms of the show. I'm eager, I'm giddy with anticipation. Me too. I'm excited for Beast Morphers. The new cast announcement was great. Really looking forward to see if they pull any other casting announcements for either a mentor or maybe an older character or who knows? We have no idea what the story's going to be. And that's the great thing about being a Ranger fan. You never know what the next week or month or year is going to bring. And it's been a wild ride this year, for sure. Absolutely. All right. Well, Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. We're on Twitter at rangercommandph. Instagram and Facebook is Ranger Command Power Hour, all one word. We look forward to our upcoming segments with Enway for Power Rangers Legacy Wars. We look forward to the new season of Beast Morphers. And there's still a lot of great stuff coming this year 
So stay tuned to Ranger Command and we'll bring all of that to you guys. And also as an announcement, we're recrafting our Patreon. At the moment, we're going to have some new tiers, some new rewards for our different tiers. So definitely check that out if you like the show. Support us. We're also on podchaser.com. You can review our podcast there. Tell us what you think of the show. Give us some feedback. We're always interested in your comments, and we really appreciate everyone that listens. So, thank you. Yeah, thank you, guys. All right, and until next time, we'll catch you later. Bye, everybody. See ya. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at Ranger Command PH and like us on Facebook.com slash Ranger Command Power Hour. This is Trucky B47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour and you're listening to the Four Eyed Radio Network. Ranger Command is now on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks 